Dr. Gleb Sapersky. Thanks for joining us, Dr. Sapersky. We're in the middle of this coronavirus disaster. You're a disaster management expert. Welcome to the podcast. Tell me, how can people manage this crisis if the government and, and our politicians are not going to manage it as adequately as they should? How can we do our part? So I deal with helping folks prevent disasters. That's my expertise, disaster avoidance experts. And that's what my newest book is about, Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions to Avoid Business Disasters, which is what we're here discussing on the podcast. So what one of the biggest problems for any professional, whether they're a leader, solopreneur, or a big business leader, is called the normalcy bias. This is one of the many cognitive biases we experience. And this is the area where I'm an expert. I'm a cognitive neuroscientist and behavioral economist studying how our brain causes us to make bad, screwed up decisions and how we can make much better decisions instead. Cognitive biases are the specific dangerous judgment errors that we make because of how our brain is wired and that cause us to miss really important things about the future. So one of the biggest problems with situations like the coronavirus happening right now, there are a variety of sort of similar situations. You can also see what was happening in California with the major forest fires being a similar disaster situation is called the normalcy bias, where we tend to act as though the situation is normal and we don't think about all the changes that will take place because of the coronavirus. So we don't tend to think about, you know, people go out and they buy food and whatnot, and that's fine. And, you know, maybe respirator masks, which really apparently don't need they don't really help that much to address the coronavirus, but they don't think about other ways in which their lives will change. What about all the vacations that they go to or they may not go to? People still keep planning a vacation, right. to, even though yeah. it may not happen. And they still keep planning for work meetings, work trips that may not happen. And they still keep planning for, you know, actually various business dealings, various professional activities that may not happen, and they don't take into account all the changes that will impact their lives. Well, so, and Dr. Spursky, thanks for joining me today, and tons, I mean tons, of cruises have been canceled and diverted and had coronavirus threat. So, for those really not sure how to plan, what else would you say to that? We do have a lot of work, and again, people, we already have some flight cancellations in a number of areas, and so people aren't really thinking rule the kind of consequences it's sort of the, the the depths are the major changes i think the things that people aren't thinking about like i said is their longer term plans they still keep planning for vacations they also don't think about the kind of ways that social directions will be canceled, will be changed so will we you know you have the summer coming up uh, in are you going to go to festivals that are going to happen in the summer are you going to let your kids go to festivals Right. What are you going to do about, in general, social contact? Are you going to go to museums or are you going to go to various music events, sports events? How will those be all be impacted? So what, what are, what's the meeting industry? How's that going to be impacted? Are you even going to be trusting people? What, what is the likelihood that you will be shaking people's hands and giving people a hug? You know, right now in our professional activities, Shaking people's hands or depending on your closeness to a person, giving them a hug is an important social ritual, whereas that might be not nearly as prevalent in the future. And we're talking again with Dr. Gleb Sapersky. He wrote 
Never go with your gut. How pioneering leaders make the best decisions and avoid business disasters. Uh, I brought you on today because obviously we're leaping forward this Leap Day weekend. Tell us about that newsletter. Yes, I have a newsletter on my website, and it's not. It's there's a course called the Wise Decision Maker Course, which is an eight video based module course on making the wisest decisions. It's on disasteravoidanceexperts.com forward slash subscribe. Again, disasteravoidanceexperts.com forward slash subscribe. And one of the benefits of getting that course is that you also get continuing reinforcement after you take the course. So it's a free course, like I said, eight video-based modules, and then there's continual additional reinforcement through newsletters, through content that will help you make better decisions in the future, including how to manage the coronavirus well and other many other decisions. And of course, I have a newsletter on LinkedIn. So I'm one of those influencers who LinkedIn approach to on its new innovative newsletter project. And so link my newsletter set up there. So if you want to check that out, and I, so I mentioned my book, Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions and Avoid Business Disasters. And so, uh, Dr. Skapersky, wouldn't you say that the natural thing for all of us in a crisis, in a disaster, is to go with what our gut tells us. But in your book and in your work, you're telling us, yeah, that that's not exactly right. We shouldn't be going with our gut. And and tell us why. Absolutely. I mentioned the normal bias. It's one of the biggest problems with situations, major changes in our dynamics and the way that we interact that our gut just doesn't read, partially because our gut is not adapted for the modern environment. It's adapted for the savannah environment. When we lived in small tribes of 15 people to 150 people, and we had a strong fight or flight reflex when we had to react instantaneously to situations to try to get away from that saber-toothed tiger. You might have heard of it as a saber-toothed tiger response. Well, right now, we don't need the saber-toothed tiger response, but we react very immediately to present situations in our environment. But we don't have a long-term view. We don't really think about what is going to be the long-term change what are all the broad things in our context that will change? So those are things that we don't think about. So as I mentioned earlier, we are in a leap day. We're in a leap year, but leap day weekend. Uh, those who were born on February 29th celebrated their actual birthday yesterday. Uh, but Dr. Sapersky, for those who are looking to leap into March uh, with a better positive thinking about them and and from your expertise in uh, crisis management, how can we leap into March and really leap into 2020 with a head on our shoulders that thinks clearer and doesn't exactly go with our gut? In crisis mode, you especially don't want to go with your gut because your gut is especially going to be bad in typical crisis mode situations. It's going to be fine in a life or death situation. You know, If you need to leap out of the way of a moving bus, that's a good situation to be in. But when, when you're making decisions about how to respond to the coronavirus or another sort of major situation in your life, or you want to prevent a major disastrous situation in your life, that's not what our gut is adapted for. It's a terrible, terrible judge of how to prevent disasters and to adapt to an ongoing train wreck, such as slow train wreck, such as this coronavirus situation. So you especially don't want to do that, and you want to use research-based techniques, which I outline in my book, Never Go With Your Gut how pioneering leaders make the best decisions to avoid business disasters to make the best decisions for yourself and your family. Talking with Dr. Gleb Tespersky 
T-S-I-P-U-R-S-K-Y is his last name. Um, Dr. Zapersky, you are an influencer on LinkedIn. And for those that want to be an influencer with their topics, with their expertise, maybe uh, what lessons have you learned uh, as you've grown your following on LinkedIn? What, How have you been able to build? The main thing that I have been able to do because as my as an expert is because I am very much looking at the science and I'm very much research based. There are so many people who are just giving advice based on what's comfortable. This is why Go With Your Gut is such widespread advice. It uh, feels very comfortable and very nice and comforting to just be told to do what you want to do. You know, wouldn't it be nice if you could just, you know, eat uh, everything that you wanted and just sit on Netflix all day and have perfect health and fitness, right? Wouldn't that be nice? So going with your gut, that advice is the equivalent of eating all the food that you want and sitting on your couch and watch Netflix. Instead of make sure to eat healthy food that's not necessarily the tastiest food to have a healthy diet and go out and go out and do exercise occasionally. It's not it's not intuitive at all, but this is the actually right advice. So my expertise has come from having very much evidence-based advice that that is coming from the latest cognitive neuroscience and behavioral economics. So I would advise you, if you want to be an expert and stand out, make sure that you don't give people simply what they want to hear, but that you give people information that's actually accurate and based on the best research. And even though it may be uncomfortable, they will be appreciative of advice that helps you make the best decisions in whatever field that they are in, that you're in. Hey, uh, Dr. Sapersky, obviously it's a, it's a unique last name, Sapersky. And, and so tell us about your background. Tell us where you're from and how you got into the disaster and crisis management field. I'm originally from the Republic of Moldova. My parents took me from that part of Eastern Europe when I was a kid and when I was 10 and they settled in New York City. And so that's kind of my background. And I got into this because I saw a lot of people, you know, I saw that a lot of people were making bad decisions when I was a kid, and including my parents. And I saw that we weren't taught decision-making. So I mean, nobody sat me down and taught me how to make good decisions. We were, I wasn't taught that in school. I wasn't taught that in college. And so I started thinking about and studying how to actually make good decisions and avoid bad ones. And that's what resulted in me eventually becoming a consultant, coach, and trainer in this field, and also entering academia, becoming a scholar and researcher, cognitive neuroscientist, behavioral economist. So you've seen it. You've had people come to you to talk about it or, or not talk about it. But let's hone in on your experiences. What, Where did you find situations where the gut didn't always gut reaction didn't always work out in your favor? Of course, I've uh, had that experience earlier in my life when I didn't know how to make good decisions because I just wasn't taught that. So, for example, uh, one of the very prevalent cognitive biases, these specific dangerous judgment errors, is called the optimism bias. And that is very powerful for me, where I tend to have exaggerated expectations about the future. I tend to think the grass is green on the other side of the hill, even though it's sometimes yellow. I tend to, have, I tend to be risk-blind. 
So I do more things than other people and I make many more mistakes and I have a lot of frustration. That's the intuitive tendency for me because I have too high expectations of myself and other people. So I made many mistakes when I was younger when I didn't know that that was something that was a, a serious problem. And so that's something that I learned to deal with through the research-based techniques that I studied in graduate school and eventually started spreading out to folks, including in my book and my consulting coaching and training. Dr. Sapersky, uh, thank you for this conversation today. And actually, also thank you for weighing in on the current events of the coronavirus, how we, if the government isn't able to get it together to help us, how we can help ourselves. I think you've added to this conversation and, and hopefully given solutions to people uh, and maybe calm them down. Like, hey, don't go with your gut reaction with coronavirus. Think it through just like you would think through anything and should think through. So if people have found this very helpful, uh, Dr. Sapersky, T-S-I-P-U-R-S-K-Y is how you spell your last name. Uh, Gleb, where can we find you? One more time, tell us your Twitter, tell us the book name, tell us where we can find more resources from Dr. Gleb Sapersky. My book, Never Go With Your Gut, How Pioneering Leaders Make the Best Decisions to Avoid Business Disasters is available in bookstores everywhere. It's published by a great traditional publisher called Korea Press, so it's available in hard copy uh, in Barnes & Noble, indie bookstores, university bookstores. It's available as an audiobook on Audible and elsewhere, and of course it's available as a digital book, or you can get a hard copy or Audible on Amazon and barnesandnoble.com and any other online venues where you buy your books. My website is called disasteravoidanceexperts.com. Again, disasteravoidanceexperts.com. And that has blogs, videos, podcasts, decision aids, guides, manuals, classes, services, and consulting, coaching, and training. And again, make sure to go to disasteravoidanceexperts.com forward slash subscribe to get the Wise Decision Maker course. On LinkedIn, I'm, I'm very available. If you have any questions about anything you've heard here, please connect with me there, Dr. Gladsipurski. And on Twitter, if you want to connect with me there, it's Gleb underscore Sipurski. But I'm much more active on LinkedIn, so I can suggest you connect with me there. DisasterAvoidanceExpert.com, Experts.com. Dr. Sipurski, thank you so much for joining me on this Sunday pod. And please do come back with with more information and more ideas. You're flowing out there. We'd love to hear from you once again here on this podcast. Thank you, Alex. You have a great day. Thank you. Now, before I wrap up today's pod, I, there are just a couple of things I wanted to bookend, if you will. If you don't follow me at my main page on Facebook, or if you, and you could at Real Alex Garrett, keep me real with Alex Garrett, um, or on Twitter at AlexGNYC, or on Instagram, AlexGNYC, you may not uh, have known what uh, my family and I have just gone through. We lost a dear friend, and I want to just say, Shelly Ackerman, if you heard that name before, she was actually on Broadway. She was a singer. She was a big name here in New York City, but also someone that is a great friend and lived right above us in the apartment on East 44th. We miss you, Aunt Shelly, and to the Ackerman family. We love you so much, Sharon. And her two and Shelly's two brothers as well. We miss, we all miss you, Shelly, and we know that you are looking down at us right this very minute. 
So we love you and we miss you. Also, in that spiritual memory of Aunt Shelley, I wanted to bring your attention to this audio that I had seen just on Turner Classic Movies uh, this weekend from George Burns and John Denver in Oh God. Now, in this movie, George Burns plays God, and I think, honestly, if I hear a voice, if I hear God, which I, I tend to know in my instincts he's calling out to me, I might just hear him in George Burns' voice. But as the man of God, as God, in this movie, George Burns says one of the most poignant things that I don't think we should lose sight of. It's up to us. He puts us on this earth for a reason. It's up to us to protect it, to preserve it, to love it, to care for each other. That's all God really wants. But he gives us a choice. And perhaps through George Burns, moviegoers understood that we have a choice. And that he's given us this choice. You're God. Only for the big picture. I gave you a world and everything in it. It's all up to you. But we need help. That's why I gave you each other. But if you're so involved with us... Yeah. How can you permit all the suffering that goes on in the world? Ah, uh, how can I permit the suffering? Yeah. I don't permit the suffering. You do. Free will. All the choices are yours. Choices? What choices? You can love each other, cherish and nurture each other, you can kill each other. So what will it be, society? Are we going to love and nurture each other? Or are we just going to battle over the coronavirus instead of finding solutions and other problems and not solving other problems that we need to solve? We have to make that choice. And I hope you make that choice by being inspired by that little audio bit with John Denver and the legendary George Burns. Have a great weekend. Have a great rest of the weekend. Have a great Sunday. And may God bless you.